I spent the whole day fasting, in case anybody cares. <laughs> it's Yom Kippur, and we were fasting all day. And we had a big dinner tonight, bagels and egg salad and tuna fish and uh, and uh, lots of wine. So my head is pounding right now, drinking, trying to drink enough water to keep myself afloat. But drinking wine on an empty stomach is rough. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. Not, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be able to do the fasting. Like it just, it would not work. It goes fast, dude. It really does. Like you, you we slept until like nine, nine fifteen, and like kind of just dicked around all morning. So if you're just not doing anything, you don't realize it until later. Like I worked out a little bit and then realized that I really needed something to eat and I couldn't have it until after like almost six, maybe closer to seven. A lot of people and I was just absolutely grumpy as fuck. And then and then we once I got some wine in my system and some bagels, I was good to go. But yeah, you have to kind of you you can it, most people sleep. They sleep all day and then they get themselves ready and they can go and do what they got to do. But yeah, I think you could do it. But sleeping, I could do. <laughs> yeah. But that's everybody could do that. I think you could do the fasting. If you don't if you don't have to be bothered, you spend the day at home in bed. It's not a horrible thing. No, you don't understand. My work desk, I have snacks just lying around just so I can grab something. Like I have to have I can't I can't do it. Yeah, I, I was looking at snacks all day. I was ready to roll. I just couldn't I just had to hold it in and just realize that the reward is at the end of the night. We had good snacks for dinner too. We had black and white cookies and rainbow cookies and brownies and all that kind of shit so you just have to hold out until the end of the day one day it's one day a year unlike you guys who have to go do your uh uh whatever it is your your communion or you know talk about your sins and whatnot we don't have to do that it's one day say i'm sorry and then we move on i'm a godless heathen so i don't deal with any of this <laughs> i don't i don't do any of the communion I or was, any of that shit either. i was waiting for marcy to say that actually because i knew it was coming uh, by the way, I'm going to need you to mail me some of those black and white cookies. I kind of oh, missed them. No joke. If you want, afterwards, just text me. I'll I'll mail them to you, Mars. I have so many. I have a friend who does a black and white cookie review on Instagram. I'll send you the link. He yeah. is strict as hell with his black and white cookie reviews. If they if, if the black and white has to be separated, it can't be just vanilla frosting with like a chocolate syrup on top of one half. Like he grades the cakes, the whole thing. It's It's a pretty big business, the black and white cookie business. Yeah, I was going to say, Marcy, uh, I don't know how dogs are into religion or anything. So <laughs> I just it does, I can't wrap my head around it. It's so hot. my little, tiny little brain just can't did you figure see, it out. Did you see all the, the in Germany? They had like it was like 200 people showed up in front of like parliament or whatever. And they were all dogs as dog as as identifying as dogs. I love that for them. Yeah, you have to check it out. It's fascinating. They had they wore those like uh uh those masks, the ones that kind of have like the front snout and whatnot. Oh the the hoods, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, thank you. Tell me what I need to know the right words for it. <laughs> so I was at work well, Friday. Yeah. I was at work Friday learning about the history of Piorisu uh oh. in my spare time. And we got an interesting DM okay. uh, that came in uh to the <laughs> IW guide Instagram. Because uh, it's not every day we get a, a suicide girl uh, hitting up our DMs. Uh, so that happened. She asked if we sponsored promotions and workers. And I probably already see where this is going. But uh, I replied with, yeah, you know, from time to time we do. But like, whatever. So instantly, as soon as I said, you know, yeah, we do from time to time. For a hundred bucks, we could advertise She for with this little promotion out of Cleveland. That's Ricky Shane Page's little rinky dink promotion. <laughs> rinky dink. Or for $300, we could sponsor her 
and she would promote us and send us a prize pack or an hour on the podcast. <laughs> what a deal, right? Like that's, you know, for $300, 300, she'll come on yeah. and do an hour with us. Yeah. Butters. Yeah. This could have been my foot in the door to becoming a suicide girl. I, we can't miss this opportunity. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't tell me this part about it. I missed this part. What's the definition of a suicide girl though? I, I was just, I would assume I would assume they're featured on suicide girls. Oh, I was just oh. so impressed that like, she could have sold a lot of FOP stickers for uh, CDG. Like, uh, it would have been amazing. She would have been really good at that job. The the yeah, the, mo- the mocky of her to be like, well, here are my rate. You know, like, I like I like I approved the huckle, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 just gonna throw the out here. I, I, we've never paid for any of our guests to come on this show, and I look at like a really big name. That's never gonna happen. Yeah, people so, want to come on because they want to hang out. Like three hundred dollars, you're gonna come on and give us an hour. Is it time? Do you have a stopwatch when you start? It's like a I, we're a free form show. Like what the fuck? What a weird thing to like like, and especially somebody that's not mainstream and not like, and and literally nobody knows who she is except for I think Dalton. But but <laughs> uh, I I I've heard the name. I I think she worked mega a couple of times. I mean, she yeah, she I, works I've, their I've heard the cosplay name. show. Uh-huh. She does cosplay. Uh but yeah, so she interrupted me learning about the history of Pirisu. Uh and you know, nothing turns women on more than Japanese wrestling history. Um if you want that WAP, you tell her about the Noah Exodus of all Japan, and boom, Ben Shapiro thinks that she has a medical issue. Like Goddamn! Like that's, that's, that's what I, I know. I know. My I mean, wife just, loves it when just, I talk about just TDT. you talking. Just you talking about it, it's gonna be all tingly right, right? now. It's, it's, it's you fucking talk about like how Noah might have been had money paid into them by like the the you know the mob and stuff, and it's just fucking. They just right there. It's just like got to put the caution wet floor sign down. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> you should have told her Hayabusa really enjoys when people reach out to him. And wants to be on his show for money. <laughs> uh, yeah. So have you, have you checked out our other podcast friends? They they would be interested. <laughs> oh, yeah. and you you know what you were I you weren't going to be as diplomatic as that, but you were nice about it. But you were not going to be, and I admire you for holding back just a tad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I always I have one idea in my head all the time, and then you you convince me to just be you know go the opposite direction. So I put on my HR cap and I was like, "Hold up a minute, partner. <laughs> I don't know uh, if we want to do that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to burn any bridge with anybody. We never know what's going to happen in the, yeah, in the future down the line. So I said you could you could you know light some embers on one side of the bridge, but like you don't want it becoming like a full fledged like inferno. But it was better off that way. If if it happens again and we get the the dumb solicitation, by all means, go ahead and tell her no means no. But still, yeah, wait, if, wait, wait, if, wait, if, wait, 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 wait. Counter offer to get me a slot if, there, if she's a suicide girl again. Counter offer to get me a slot as, as a suicide girl. Oh yeah, we could give her three hundred bucks to be on Marcy's arcade to teach you about being a suicide girl, and you could be one. That's not the point of Marcy's arcade. <laughs> First of all, we're all playing games, Mars. Who, who has three hundred dollars for this? Wait a second. <laughs> and I'm if you saying, if you subscribe this... to our three hundred dollar tier, you can, you <laughs> can get uh, an hour with this gal. 
Yeah, I, we should tell her this gal and me on Suicide Girls. We should tell her we'll give her three hundred dollars, but she has to join our three hundred dollar tier Patreon first. Exactly. I mean, we'll we need to see the check come through, right? Yeah. Once the PayPal goes through it, she's all about it. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I, I won't get it, but if what if what her fake number one font or the guy he, he wants to DM up again, go ahead and go courtiers on that guy, but. Yeah. Oh no, man! I can't. I, I don't want to mess with anybody uh, like that because then when Jesus comes back, you know, he uh, he might be upset. You yeah. can take one look at that dude and go, "What the fuck?" Uh, I mean, is that where you want to be when Jesus returns, making fun of that poor little guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, you know what? Today's young kipper. Crazy I don't believe Jesus South. is coming back. Today, today is young kipper. On today, I'm gonna go with there is Jesus is not coming back. We we put him. We put him down. <laughs> uh, so I was on TikTok last night and I know we've probably all seen it on there. Um, it's called TBW Rampage. It's backyard wrestling from Tennessee. It's called Tennessee oh, yeah. backyard wrestling. And like uh, everybody's seen these videos because it's always like the most out of shape person coming out of uh, 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 this like makeshift back like ramp or whatever. And the most like in shape person is usually the referee in the ring uh, during these matches. But uh, I saw this video last night while I was scrolling TikTok, and the main character was the Black Fox, and he had just won the hardcore title, and he was coming out to defend his belt. And the announcer says, uh, the uh, the announcers on the uh, the commentary team, they, they they go, him and his opponent are former cousins. And it's the funniest goddamn line I've ever heard in my life. Like, that's how they started this thing off was that him and this other guy are former cousins. And I just, I, I had so many questions about how they were former cousins. They had to be cousins through marriage. That's like the only way that makes sense. <laughs> I just, I don't even think that that would even be a thing. Like, why would they have a marriage like thing going in that company? They don't have any women that, that, that are there like ever. So you married like, like, you you like, Maybe it's just a like fun little bit. Of, her, you kind of a bitch. It's a fun little bit of backstory. Maybe that's you know. It's I agree, lore. Why are you why are you hitting on the lore? Yeah, we need lore. Lore it's is good. just the funniest goddamn line I've heard, and I've been thinking about it all day long. Like, uh, yeah, you know, just my former cousin over here that I'm going to wrestle for the hardcore title. My former <laughs> cousin. <laughs> you son of a bitch. We used to be cousins, and now we're not. And now I'm upset with you. <laughs> that's wild. I mean, I mean, I mean, it is, it is, it is technically because there are any number of ways that could actually happen. But you're right. That's a hundred percent right. Oh Lord, you never turn your back on family. I'm gonna. I have to watch that. I need to. I need to go see that video. You may need to forward that over to me, Butters, tonight. I, I figured you'd be really interested in it, Josh. Like, I, I need you to to go through it, you and Jayhawk, and then do like a history of TBW for us. Oh, I'll uh, do it. Run it. Run it down. I'm, I'm uh, telling you, it's because, on YouTube, like they have all their, they're like on season five right now. So you can go through all the seasons on YouTube. That's not the league where the guy put the other dude in the figure four and broke his leg, right? No, I don't think so. Damn. Or the one where the dude jumped off the top rope and then broke both of his legs and had to have them amputated. Oh, I don't know about that. Holy oh, remember shit. that one? No. You don't remember? The dude comes out, he gets, stands on the second rope, and when he turns around to jump down, both legs basically pop out, go the opposite oh, direction. And he lost nice. both of his legs below the knees. 
Jay Gold, be careful what you're getting yourself into here, but I just checked the, on YouTube. They're at 151 episodes, <laughs> and they range anywhere between like 45 minutes and an hour and a fucking half. Hot damn, they give you all sorts of your money's worth on that to one. To be I fair, like, that. like their entrances are like five to ten minutes each while the, all the commentary <laughs> fucking like tells you they all the stuff. The whole story. It's amazing. Like, nice. One of them thinks he's JR. It's the best. It's oh, so... I'm going to check it out. The, the the TikTok clips are as far as I'll go with it, but if you want to go watch <laughs> YouTube for it. Oh, this is this sounds fat. Jayhawk, this sounds fascinating. You and me could have a field day with that how stuff. They're former cousins. How, you could tell us how that worked out. Please let us know. We need to, we need to know the, the hot seats. I mean, I may start watching them on the train back and forth from the city on my way to work and see what I come up with. You know, you know, we've been we've been talking about doing drunk watch along for the Patreon. Maybe we should just do a, an episode of that and a fucking drunk watch along. I think it's time. I do. We got to give the patrons what they want. Yep. Now, all 151 episodes are on their fucking YouTube channel. It's like watching all the One Piece episodes on Netflix. If you can get through every single one of those, you could do. We could do that show. It's IW Guide. Jay Gold. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what was that? No, I'm. We're no, professional. No. No, what was that? What the what the fuck was that? He's a producer. It's a professional note. No, I know that, but I'm addressing you right now. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm apologizing for. I thought I did it right. Oh, I'm Jayhawk. I'm Marcy. I'm very, very passionate about this right now. <laughs> I'm dog catcher butters. <laughs> You'll never catch me. Oh, Marcy's like Sonic. Marcy, is your DJ name uh, DJ Arf Arf? No, oh, I like it that. Is not. It is not. Can we, can we ask the listeners to give you a DJ name for when you no, do your DJ? I, can, oh. I got one already. Oh. Well, if anybody has any suggestions, tweet us and we're gonna, we, we, we all want to know what Marcy's DJ name should be. Yeah. They might, you know, I might be talking about this at the end of the podcast. Oh. You know, where we have the thing where we uh, you know, plug things. Don't tell anybody the name, though. Wait until after we get all the collect all the feedback. <laughs> I'm not trusting wrestling fans to decide my DJ name. DJ uh. Golden Retriever. <laughs> uh, that sounds too much like DJ Gold, and Jay Gold is my name. We can't have Marcy taking I'm, I'm my I'm so name. excited for you, Marcy. You're going to be just like Paris Hilton. I can't wait. I'm going to be the trans Paris Hilton. Hell yeah. I'm so impressed so- that you can uh, play your CD collection in front of people now. It's all, <laughs> it's all digital now, my dude. Yeah. Get with the times, Grandpa. Okay, you can play your Spotify playlist in front of people and <laughs> pretend like you're doing something. <laughs> Armin Van Buren. I'm, that's all I know. We should play all the Armin Van Buren you can find. Also, no, not directly for Spotify because you need at least 320 kilobit rips so that actually sounds good on speaker systems. Idiot. Well, <laughs> I'm fired up tonight. Let's go. Let's go. What, we got to say hello to all our Patreon friends, Butters. You want to do that before we say what's on as we come up to get, getting our guest in here? Yeah, we got our shout outs. Uh, the, the $10 tier, Zach, Chris, Andrew, and Brock. And of course, special shout out to Patty, uh, Hi, who Patty. listens every single week. Uh, this this makes her morning every morning when she listens. Patty rules. I love Patty. Patty's the best. All right, I guess we should do what's on. What's on? <laughs> What's on this weekend? On the fight kind of thing, not a hell of a lot. Uh, the World Wrestling Council, we're going to have a pay-per-view on Fight TV. Captain Embry Negro, Buckner versus Wrestler, 
Not the pay-per-view for 1999. What? I, that's what it said. Inoki versus Muhammad Ali? Well, considering they're both dead, I doubt that very highly. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that. Yeah, but they're ever talking a Bakker versus Wrestler show for 1999 on fight. Uh, Primetime Wrestling out of Poland has a show 11 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday, October 1st. And they do not have the lineup on fight. Even if they did, I can't read Polish anyway. <laughs> and then... Future Star of Wrestling out of Las Vegas at 10 o'clock on 10 o'clock Eastern on Sunday. We'll have their Lethal Consequences show. Talent announced for that show. Jay Lethal, Chris Bay, Kenny King, Danny Limelight, Jacob Austin Young, and more. That's pretty much it for fight. Over on IWTV, also a little bit of a light weekend. Saturday, yeah, Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, PWF presents the 8th Annual Premier Tag League. And then also on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Limit Wrestling presents their eighth anniversary uh, featuring in a last man standing match, Alec Price taking on Desmond Cole. Uh, and that's what's going on over at IWTV. That's it? Jeez. So we you got, mentioned, Jayhawk, that the new season of Uncharted Territory is going to be H2O. Yeah. So I, and I, I like the idea that they're moving around to different promotions. And I think that could be interesting to like get people that don't travel, uh, on some TV time on IWTV, but it's kind of like too little too late. Cause like they, I mean, they, they could have absolutely been, uh, you know, doing this before, but I mean, they stuck it beyond for how long and then they went south and then it's just, I don't know. How long butters has that been off the air? I have no idea. AC Mack was a champ, right? When they were doing Uncharted in uh, the South? Correct. I think so. That was... I feel like it's been at least a year now. All right. Oh, by the way, I'm going. I happen to grab two free tickets for Friday night. I'm going to be at Creative Pro School for their TV taping, their YouTube shows. Mm. So, yeah. So that'll be fun. I don't know who's on there or whatever, but I know it's mainly student show. So that'll Are be Are you going fun. to DPW? I am. Yep, I'm going to I'm going to Creative Pro on the 13th, Comic Con the 14th, and then DPW on the 15th. Hey, yeah, a quick look here. Looks like uh, the Lackey Gunshot Territory ended like the first week of August of 2022. It's been over a year. All right, I forgot it was off the air. I didn't even realize. I thought I would keep thinking it's Wrestling Open, but it's it's something different. No, All Wrestling right. Open is still going each and every week. Go. So. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get our guest in here and get going. All right. Doing interviewing. Marks on the internet that ask the questions that they think are cool to ask. Yes, you're you, you are on. Do we have a, hey. do we have an intro, Butters? <laughs> uh, do the intro. He is the AIW intense champion. That's right. Uh, he is the his first time ever on the podcast with us, Maserati yes, West Barkley. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um Let's just get the elephant out of the room. You guys named a lot of shows with a lot of acronyms, and I'm not booked on any of them. So if you guys can help me get on those shows, let me know. Oh, thanks dude. for having me on, though. I appreciate it. No problem. You got to we got to figure out which one of those is actually worth it. That's the problem. There you go. Appreciate that. You know, I've had a couple busy weeks, so I appreciate sure. that. Thanks. Yeah, you're going to Canada now with Greek Town. You go to yeah. freelance and stuff like that. So you're out there doing stuff. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We got to get you over and to the Saturdays, East Coast, Wes. Saturdays have been busy. If you know, know what you I'm saying, I know you don't want to work Sundays. We got to get you out to the East Coast. You got to join us on uh, 
on some of these uh, uh mecha shows well wes is also yeah, a collider so he's he's in the the collider group so you know <laughs> there we go appreciate it you know i was throwing them up for you guys that's right and, uh, thank you for getting that slam dunk i appreciate it i forgot we had to we should have called your agent before we had you on this time around I, well you got in the grandfather right you messaged me four months ago to get on this so i've just been like a jail inmate just doing the days like i can't wait to be on so i oh. seriously can't wait but again you did hit me up like two months ago Hell so yeah i yeah. know you guys are busy and killing it so that's why i'm glad i got worked in so oh word killing it all right appreciate that <laughs> yeah you guys are crushing it man charlie so, i always start off uh i need to know what is mm-hmm. the worst ring name you've ever heard oh man damn i wasn't expecting that off rip that's that's the ice let me I got to circle back to that. I was on Facebook. So I downloaded the Facebook app, right? Like last week, I was always like a, you might think it's weird, but I would like log on my browser and like check it like once a week, right? So now I started to get more on a Facebook. I did it last week and all these indie guys just start showing up. So that's why I'm iced because I just saw 150 names today. I'm like, where the hell is this dude at? What's that? You know, so man. It's got to be one from West Virginia somewhere. There's always those those crazy Uh. ones from down there yeah i mean lash wow i don't i can't i can't think of a name off rip i'm gonna be honest i'm sorry i didn't want to start the interview with a with a pass on the first question but You'll i guess we got it out of the way i guess we got it while we're talking um yeah all right thanks let me thanks for letting me circle back so what's your what's your pre-show ritual look like before you go pre-show out ritual. home games you're talking aiw or on yeah. the road doesn't yeah. matter aiw so usually get there two hours before doors let's say maybe three right but before that, probably hit the gym. Well, first and foremost, hit the cryogenic. You know, I'm in the cryo. I'm in the cold chamber. I go up there. I hit that. Then I like getting a coffee. There's a spot by me. I like getting a breakfast, sometimes solo. It's um, the dude wrestling always for life. You know that dude that comes to the shows? Mm-hmm. His family member works there. So they always give me a shout out when I'm in there. So sometimes I just eat a breakfast by myself and just focus on the match. Maybe listen to a little music. And then get to the show, probably stop at Whole Foods before and grab all different elixirs and juices that will help my performance in the match. Everyone knows that backstage. Um, get to the show, maybe hit the ring. Probably not. People listen to this. I've never seen you in the ring before a match. Different story, different day. Um, that's probably it. Just try to work out. I mean, I was going to tell you what I did like a couple years ago, which is wake up hungover as shit, uh, hit snooze a couple times, get to the show and just get after it but now i'm you know i'm on track i'm getting focused and um yeah whatever i've been doing i've you know i've been trying not to mess it up the last month because i've been winning a lot of matches so i'm just trying to keep it rolling so you're you're an energy drink guy no energy drinks what do you drink then what are you drinking what's keeping you going coffee coffee black coffee someday i'll do the espresso on the show day but i did get a little hookup from the rick flair drinks so i have two energy drinks because i had to buy them to meet them whatever um (laughs) (laughs) i don't know they had me film a promo and lied so it worked out but (laughs) um they didn't taste good either sorry rick you're my dude so um shocker no no shocker pushing something that tastes like shit shocker yeah (laughs) i just did that they're like were you want to drink it i'm like yeah sure so everyone in the line's looking because they all got finesse 35 bucks you know and they're just like looking and i open it up the guy's got the camera. He's like, can I take a picture? I'm like, is it a camera or a video? Because I just, you know, I'm clocked in now. It's Rick, you know? <laughs> and uh, I open it, and the shit just starts fuzz fizzling because it was all shaken up. So everyone <laughs> in the live looking, and the camera, dude, I didn't even ice. I'm like, 
you know, take a sip. I'm like, this is, and it tasted so nasty. So I had to take a couple to like get it out. So I take another sip and then I'm just like, this is the best drink I ever had. Woo. You know, and everyone aligns like, yeah. Then they walk Uh. away like, it tastes like shit, right? I'm like, yeah, it was so bad. So, <laughs> yeah, they knew it. Some guy drank two in line waiting. So, um, oh. that was just no, no energy drinks, coffee. Um, and then I got the green juice. You got to hit a green juice. I got the red juice. You drink a little bit before the beet juice. Um, I guess, I guess my pre show ritual isn't that spicy. I mean, probably just breakfast solo, you know, it's. It all depends too. That's why I asked if we're like on the road because sometimes you get stuck in traffic. I'm not a good planner with traffic. I'm trying to get on track on that. But you go up, like you said, Canada earlier, you go up to Toronto, you get stuck in Toronto for like an hour. You know, going to Chicago too, stuck in traffic for an hour. So that's kind of different on the road. Um, and then probably three push ups before I hit the curtain, maybe like a couple jumping jacks and then go. Oh, pour fucking two bottles of water on my head too, preferably ice cold. Yeah, you guys are awfully moist when you go out there. Who uh, who do you ride with? When Lately, you go, when you're on me, your... Josh, me and Josh have been gone. Uh, I'm just looking at my calendar right now. So we did that at West Virginia. Me and JB always, and then we'll always throw an offer out to uh, Sam Holloway. We throw it out to Shaw. I haven't seen him lately. I'll throw it out to Austin James. I haven't seen him in a minute. I, I like riding with those guys, though. Uh, Artie Mac. I used to ride with Artie Mac. Um, and PME. I like riding with PME. Um, that's kind of my go-to guys, me and PME going up to Chicago and doing some loops over there. And then they're in Canada now too. So yeah, I mean, it's me and Josh and you know, you're in for something. So did you, uh, backyard <laughs> wrestle before you trained? I, my dude had a trampoline. I would go over there and just smoke him with it, you know, and just do a couple F fives and get out. So that's probably the closest, um, that, but yeah, then I was just like, I never really back. No, I didn't backyard wrestle. Uh, uh-uh. Trampoline wrestle, I guess. Hit a swanton or some shit. <laughs> All right, Josh, go for it. So let's let's go into that. So I know Butters sometimes follows that up. So if you're if yeah. you're not really a backyard wrestler, right? Yeah. I, I've seen you since like 20, 2018, I think, when I came to the shows. But yeah, what was the what was the upbringing like for you as far as wrestling goes? Were you an indie kid or were you a WWE WCW? Appreciate um, that. CW we're getting guy. to the heart of the matter. So. Anything, I'm just going to suffix, prefix the story with this, sorry. Anything that I'm interested in, I like to go full throttle in it, you know, and it depends on, like, the thing. Like, if I, like, a musician or something, like, I'll do that for, like, a week or two, you know what I mean? And then I kind of phase it out back to my favorites. But with wrestling, as soon as I saw it the first time, I was absolutely hooked. George the Animal Steel, biting the ring post, shit flying everywhere. I was scared shitless. This dude had a green tongue. So I'm still trying to drill down and like figure out when I watched that and just almost like, when was he on TV? Cause I was born in 94. So, um, I'm like, that had to be when I was, you know, whatever. But then I remember watching nitro and raw flipping, trying to get up there and flip the channels stone cold for Halloween kindergarten. So I was, I was like, I knew I was going to do this. I always knew I was going to be a pro wrestler. Right. And I let's see what it had to be like 2006 or seven. Right. I somehow was on that wrestling figures site, you know, and the board and someone posted something about Chikara. And that was the first time I got into indie wrestling. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And I had some personal shit going on um, in my real life. And it was like the perfect place for me to dive in and not think about outside because I was a hardcore wrestling fan that, like, you knew when 
WWE HD was coming, that some shit was like, I don't fuck with this anymore. You know, like that's just how I felt. And I remember seeing Impact like uh, flipping the channels after school, and it was on FSN, and I saw AJ Styles do a flip over the top. And then um, I was like, holy shit, what the hell is that? And then I stayed on. And then next segment is Jeff Jarrett with the belt. And I'm like, that's where my dude's been, right? Because you, if you guys <laughs> don't know, Jeff Jarrett's probably my favorite wrestler. So I was like, what? And then Raven showed up. And I was like, these are all my guys. I loved Raven. You know what I mean? I loved um, like that shit. Those were my guys. So I was hooked on TNA. And then WWE was starting to fizzle. But then they had ECW. So you kind of had like the one night stand and Sabu's there. And they were getting doing some spicy shit. So I was into it, but then, you know, like I was saying, HD, but then I started seeing this indie wrestling and like some of the stuff was wacky, but it was cool, but I was into it and you're seeing wrestling moves and shit you've never seen. And then that's where I first saw Kingston, who was my favorite dude growing up for real. And, you know, I, he was just so real and that's just how I was feeling at my time in my life. And I could really relate to it. And it was, and it was awesome, but I, and I hope that wasn't too long, but no, <laughs> I the one thing I need to mention now is that, like I was saying earlier, I was into wrestling and I wanted to consume as much as I could of it. Right. So I remember going to Sunco's video in the mall and this does this come out on video this or audio no, only. No, just audio audio. only. All right, so for far. people out there, pause it if you're on. You know, and this isn't live, right? No. no. All right. So <laughs> pause it and and check what a mall is. Not a lot of people know what malls are. <laughs> so a mall. Uh, we're not gonna whatever so there was a mall and it had suncoast video and i would go in the wrestling section and you had a couple pay-per-views and shit You're like i don't want i don't need to see SummerSlam. you know i don't need to see that shit i saw what happened on raw and that's where the first time i saw jcw so i bought jcw volume one so that is low-key my real first into indie wrestling and that's the first time i saw chris hero and that's when i was like who's this dude and you know you see all these other guys but those that's who really stuck out and then M dude and J Pro were on it too. So you're like, these dudes are by me, you know. No, that's that's and then, Jersey Championship Wrestling, the JCW you're talking about. Uh, uh, Juggalo, Juggalo oh, Championship, Juggalo. ICP. Because oh, because we had, ICP. you know, we had Jersey yeah, Championship oh, yeah. Wrestling, no, yeah, hundred percent. But this was at uh, Suncoast, and it was JCW Volume One, and it was ICP's thing, and it was Warouty, and then at Volume Two, I was like, what? Do so I got both those. I saw Necro Butcher and Madman Pondo on the first one, you know. So I'm starting to see these guys, and. It's just like, what? There's like a whole nother thing outside of wrestling, you know, outside of WWE. So back to Chikara, I was fucking with that. That's when I hear about AIW because it's local. They did a joint show. I pulled up to the Chikara. I didn't stay for AIW. I'll be completely honest. I had other shit I was doing that night. I know this was probably like 09 or something. Uh, I went out to Philly for King of Trios when they had a super stacked. And I was, I left there. I was like, I'm doing this shit. No ifs, ands, or buts. And then parents are like, you know, go to college. I'm like, I don't really want to. And then I go to college and I'm partying way too much because in the inside, I knew I should be training. I see all these guys that I'm not going to, that's not, you just see, you just see the progression. You see these guys on the indies and then you see them get better and better and better and then be like nationwide. And I was like, I want to start training as soon as I turn 18 because by the time I'm 28, I'd be 10 years in the game. Right. So, Kelly College, whatever. I'm just watching shoots and I'm just partying at college. And then I switch schools and I'm in Cleveland and I'm working at this restaurant. I told you on that tweet, I'm shooting. I'm shooting. <laughs> I was working at this restaurant and they used to be like, hey, we're going to put WCW on the network, you know? 
because I'm kayfabe and I'm not telling them that I want to be a wrestler. I'm just telling them I'm working this fucking job, you know? They were, they're awesome though. Uh, definitely, they're the homies still, definitely. So, and I'm grateful for them. But I was just like, yeah, sure, you can put wrestling on. Yeah, I kind of like it, you know? And it's just, you know, you would get the network on and you would just be, I would just be getting to watch wrestling all day at work. Sick. Um, this dude comes in. He's like, you like wrestling? I'm like, yeah, I love it. He's like, uh, you should come to the show. You ever hear AIW? I'm like, yeah, I heard of it. He's like, I do the commentary. Come do, come to the show. I'm like, all right. You know, there's no, there's no saying no. So he's like, I got you tickets. We go to the show at Mount Carmel. This is Glenmore too, for people wondering. Um, yeah, you can name them you, all. I, yeah, I don't know if course. he's canceled or whatever, but um, not on yeah, this show. Who, that's who. Did, yeah. So thanks. So he's like, yeah, I got you tickets. So he's doing the commentary. I get to the show and I see Kingston's there. I see Michael Elgin just draped up with belts. I didn't want to name drop him, and I'm not. So I'm sorry. I'm just telling you what my first visual was. I see Frankie Flynn to the right. I see Gary the King Baller to the right. I see, I swear J Pro was running around. And I was like, we in here. Nate Webb, that was the other one I wanted to drop, right? So I go and I'm sitting in the last row and I'm like, dude, I got to fucking do this shit. So I go to the bar. I start drinking. I get pretty drunk because I'm ice being there. You know what I mean? Completely honest. Josh will tell you because Josh was a student and he was working. He's like, bro, I saw you come up and rip like 10 beers by intermission type shit, you know? So um, they go, the dude's like, you want to go backstage? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Even though I'm like, whatever, but you know, whatever. So I go backstage and that's when I meet Biggins and Thorne for the first time. And Gary Barnage is there and Wardlow was there randomly too, right? I'm not trying to name drops, but he was randomly there too. And Thorne saw me with Gary Barnage. He's like, who's this Browns, dude? That's what he told me after. Uh, he's like, I thought you were like the kicker or something for the Browns. That's what he told me. So I'm just chilling. And then I meet him and I'm like, yeah, this is Glenn, dude. I just met him or whatever. And I was like, I want to train. And Biggins is like, email me. I'm like, all right, cool. I will. And then, you know, it's like now, it's like you either email him now or you don't do the shit. So I yeah. sent the email, right? Sent the email, signed up for the school. I'm finishing college. I'm working 40 plus on this food truck restaurant, number one barbecue spot in the, in Cleveland, voted on while this is happening and training. And we're going hard. And then I take a move wrong and I break my back, compression lower. They put me in this jabroni ass back brace. I'm still pulling up, still taking as much in. That's when I went on road trips too. That's when, you know, I went out to, that's the first time I went out to Greek town, got that opportunity. What I year was that, to, by the way, Wes, when you broke your back? I had to be 2016. 2016. No, 2016 okay. or 17. One of the two. 2017, probably. Because I debuted in 2018. Right. And you would say, like, it was probably a year after I broke my back. I would say probably 2016, mid, late 2016. Um, so then they put me in this jabroni back brace thing. And they, and this is why I've been on the recovery shit so hard, is because, and people listen to this while they're on the road, right? They're they like do. driving to shows. All right. So, um, so I break my back. They put me in this back brace, right? And they, they, it was like three, four months. They take me off it. And the doctor's like, all right, the x-rays show it's looking better. You're good. And I was like, that's it? They're like, yeah, you're good. You know, I was like, okay. And my dad was like, he's good to wrestle. Like, okay, yeah, I got it, got it. You know, he was, he was trying to shut it down. But I'm like, I'm out here, dad. So um, I thought it was sketch that they didn't have me do anything. So then I trained for six months. Then I debut. Unreal. Unreal moment. Awesome. Um, Who was that? Who was your debut? It was me against TKD, Zach mm -hmm. Thomas, and Ryder Reed in a four-way, fatal four-way at the Biggins Tag Team Tournament at Mount Carmel, Saturday show. 
Gage and someone wrestled before Gage and Dots maybe wrestled before. Um, you know, there was some like spectacle matches for sure there, you know, so it was a pretty yeah. epic show and just being downstairs and after being back downstairs, just running chores and shit. And then finally being down there to wrestle was pretty wild. And then how the, you could hear the fi- fans upstairs going crazy. I was like, what the fuck? It's about to happen. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah. So then we did it and it was fucking awesome and it was epic, but I was um, grateful that I got to wrestle pretty much every week after that. So I went to, I think the week after was like UXWA, right? Whatever. It doesn't count, but it counts that me and Josh tagged. So it was the first time that rip cities out. That was fun. Parker Pierce and, uh, Juan Tucker was a fun match. Wild. Um, and then who, I think I went, huh? who, by the way, let me, let me stop you real quick. Who, good. who did you train with? Who was your trainers at, at AIW when you started? Uh, Alex Daniels and Dom and then Alex Daniels dipped. And then it was Dom and DCR and Carson. So you were trained by Dom, DCR, Carson, and Alex. Those were your all your J Pro on J Pro. I would say okay. J Pro. Yeah. And, and then Johnny class? was there for a little bit. Johnny was there yeah. for a little bit. So I'll, what was I'll the class that Johnny. you were what class were I you? I was in? with JB. I was with JB to start. Me, Josh, Trey, um, Chase, Parker Pierce. Me and Parker Pierce started me and Parker Pierce started the same day or two days apart. And me and and Chase started about a month after maybe a couple weeks right this is at the old gym cal's brit was there so i trained with brit mm-hmm. um you know and kaplan and biggins was always there and mm-hmm. i remember the first day they put me up and made me do a promo and i was just like let's do it pb was there and so pb's just staring at me day one just fucking cross arms staring at me i'm cutting this promo I'm like, <laughs> damn dude this is a real deal all right thorne's got the camera i'm like dude i don't ever want to watch that back um Who's got so, it? Anybody have it? I see. I, I, when I was usually I'm silver tongued and today I just need a little sharpening because I knew when I was saying that, that you were going to try to look it up. So I pretty much fucked myself on that. <laughs> we'll find uh, someone. It's probably, on, it's probably it. on YouTube. It's probably on YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, at least I prefaced it with its for my first day, but no, what I was going to say about that story is I wrestled my second AIW show and I landed wrong, like just like a normal and my back just felt weird again. So, and I was down bad. I was really struggling. It was like re-fucked up again, right? And I started going to this chiropractor and he was like, dude, they put you in this brace. Your core wasn't being stabilized at all because the brace was doing everything. Then they took you off and they just said, you're good to go. He's like, we need to rebuild your core and all that. And then so for that is what I've really attributed to being like on point on all this and kind of thinking about it. So, sorry, it was a long-winded story, but, you know, I just kind of wanted to circle around the back. Injury. No, more content the better i'm fine with it so yeah i told you, you i'm all yours <laughs> so you, you you your first match was a scramble you tag yeah. with jb at uxwa mm-hmm. what at what point did you say to your at what point did they put you and josh together and you were like oh we have we have something here there's something we really were talking about it when we were training we would just chop it up and then we'd be putting the ring back we were always just on the same page and this is a shoot story i told you i'm shooting they got the new belts and I think Biggins or someone was like, hey, get those belts out of the trunk. And me and Josh picked them up and looked at each other. You know what I mean? And I was like, it's fate, brother. And but he just I mean, like, laughed. You, I'm yeah. like, seriously, dog. But so I mean, we like, were, the, we were, what's up? My sorry, bad. like the heat you were generating as when you were, when you were young, the Barkley yeah. Nation starting fights with everybody, the, uh, <laughs> the match with, uh, with, I think it was Eddie. Kingston, uh, yeah, that was a good match. The one Outside. at Ohio Nets, the one at Ohio Nets that was oh that, Nets was Dance, me and Dance, Dance, and Dance mm-hmm. was going after the Barkley Nation. Yeah, I mean you had, but you had something as a singles competitor at that point. 
So thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, but this is, you know, this was something that like everybody was saying, like Wes brings in, he brings in people, he's got heat. Everybody enjoys like booing you. So at what point did you say to yourself, all right, this, you know, this can be put on hold. I'm going to be in a tag team and, you know, it kind of happened organically. It kind of happened organically because Josh was on a run too, tearing it up and we were just having fun. And I think maybe some other promotions booked it. But we did do the UXW together and just we were just kind of always chilling with each other. And people were just kind of picking up on that. So I think they wanted to do it, but they paired me with them as like a manager too for AIW. Right. And that was because it was the first time we were going to do that um, pay per view, the Trouble in Indiana, you know, the Trouble in Paradise show. And so we kind of had that in mind. And it's like, there's only so many spots for matches because that show was absolutely stacked. So I was like, they're like you be in this major storyline with Dom. You worked Dom before, you know. You you and Josh get the. I was like, let's do it, you know. So I was more than happy to do that because we had a great dynamic going, and there's only so many spots on the shows. And like you said, I was a new guy, and um, it was just a solid pivot. And I, you know, it was just it was fun. That's that's what we were doing. We were just having fun. So you you talked about that that thunder in Indianapolis show. Uh-huh. Um, what did you do during the pandemic to kind of keep you sharp? Because you were on you were getting hot before the pandemic. So what True. were you doing yeah. from like March? When did we start again? Thunder in June, July. Guys, was that the right show? Did I know slumber party? I'm slumber sorry. Slumber party in, in, slumber in party. Jersey. Yeah. Slumber okay. party in Jersey. So we did probably run with that for like, what was it a year, two years? Um, but that was with Fonzie too. Cause me and Fonzie, we, he, he came in first no, that night was way and after. we were, and we were rocking. Yeah. So, so what did you do during the pandemic? Then to keep pandemic, yourself like, like I hit sharp. training when it was allowed, you yeah. know, I still hit the gym. I dialed in on my nutrition and was just kicking it. And it sucks because I wasn't wrestling that much, but I was just laser focused on getting in the best shape and my workouts were getting crazy. And I was, life was besides wrestling. It was, it was all right. You know, it was, it was just pretty regimented and that's definitely what kept me sharp. And I think go for broke, which we filmed, right after at the end of pandemic yeah that was my creativeness that i've just been holding in that i've been just wanting to get out so everything i put into that show with the outfits and each match and just kind of how i idealized my character in the show and the show is you know what a year of pandemic was was holding on so and that's and and let me and you speak about the 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 you know your gear and what Mm -hmm. you like kind of so you mentioned who you were a fan of growing up, like how you got, yeah. in, you know, what you were watching. So you, mm-hmm. you you have ready or not when you come out, you know, you have, you know, you do the outsiders thing. You got heavily Scott gave me that because Scott gave me that. We got to yeah. just get that out. Yeah. Because before I was coming out to this like Grizz song and it was just like some like music song. And, you know, it was just like, you know, it's just funny, the original Wes Barkley character when I came out. You know what I mean? How you said there's that dynamic, but then also what I was presenting in my dynamic. You know what I mean? So it was, um, that was how my character came in the game, you know? Um, But, you know, everyone evolves. And um, so we kicked it with Scott Hall and he was unreal to hang out with. I'm going to be honest. He was probably one of my favorites too growing up. Um, So it was pretty surreal to get to hang out with him. And, um, it was just, it was awesome. So we come back to the show. This is when I, me and Josh wrestled Justice and um, Manders. Was that built to last? That was not. It was just an Akron. This was okay. something. But 
that's when uh, the new talent initiative was. And that's when Brixer came out mm-hmm. and Mance came out. And then we set up that three on three match. That was the, the Thunder and Indy the outdoor. I'm pretty sure. No, that was, we're open. We're open. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking up all the shows guys. Um, but yeah, yeah, Scott, it was right back- before the pandemic hit was that Akron show. It was like literally like a week or two before. Yeah. Yep. yep. So what a way to go out facts. But um, yeah, I was like, Hey Scott, I can't, I'm not, I can't, you know, I can't say too much, but we're a little loose. All right. So I go, Scott, can I come out to ready or not, dude? It's so sick. He's like, yeah, bro. I don't care. He's like, but you got to come out. And we both said it when the girls start singing, you know, and he's like, yeah, okay, cool. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. So it's a guy that sings too. It's when Wyclef starts singing on a song, which mm-hmm. we were both fried, I guess, to not think about that, whatever. Um, so then I started using it from them because it's like Scott said I could use it. So I started using it, but I am. To be completely shooting with you guys, I'm thinking about changing it because I just, um, again, I feel like I'm evolving a little more after the past, you know, weeks, but also the past like two months. So, so, so like, yeah. So before I, I pass you over to Jayhawk and Marcy for a bit, and then I'm going to jump back in. I, I, so you, 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 you're heavily influenced with Scott Hall. You yeah. have, you know, you do like the Conan rolling elbow, which is, I, I just mean, need something spicy. Line. Yeah. I so tell me spicy. what, what are you watching right now? Who do you have your eyes on right now? What's what's making? Uh, are you watching television wrestling or are you watching indie wrestling? Who do you got your eyes on as far as what you like to watch? What do you like I love to watch right Collision now? Collision is my favorite wrestling show. I just want to sell that everybody <laughs> knows on. that I love it. Come on, and, uh, they got some big shows coming up. Uh, Tulupa, Mississippi. I'm just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> but I'll watch that because I got to see what's going on. Right? Yeah. Um, you hear in these dude shoots that they would watch and be like, where, what company do I want to be? And what would I do? Right. So that's what I'm thinking about. Um, or where would I be a good fit? Um, yeah. Besides that, I've just been on a little Ric Flair kick the last couple of weeks. Oh, so um, you're, you're just going back. You're, you're one of those kind of guys who goes back and watches old stuff. Are, are you into the newer? Like, do you sit at home? Let's say like on a Thursday and you're like, fuck works over i got nothing to do i'm gonna throw on iwtv and watch x or i'm gonna put on fight and watch gcw did you i'll be of honest stuff? i don't watch iwtv i don't have iwtv okay. as soon yeah, as yeah. we left there i deleted it so i'm I gonna be it. honest yeah. they i mean like i always gave them shit but i promoted that company so much that ever since we aiw got on iwtv i didn't put a tweet out without saying something about iwtv or messing with the owner and they like would rib me back with like unfollow me or some shit. I don't know if that's even the rib. It's more of like, they like would like just tweet how they tweet. Yeah. And you like guys were put like on West, each other. They put yeah. like Wes Barkley sucks on the like Easter egg on the 200 AIW show. Right. So, you know, it's just like a rib like that, whatever. Um, so, but I thought there was money to be made with me and IWTV as the brand, whether I do promos for them or the food reviews for them. Cause they've aired food reviews. They, you know, they asked me for that. Right. Um, or wrestling Equinox, you know, cause it was, people were talking about it on fucking line. So it would have been easy. It would have been a fucking good little thing to do, but it just didn't work out. And then AIW left. And then I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm going with fight. And then, you know, I just started going with fight. So I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. There's no one like favorite indie guys. I can see on fight, you know, I'm watching Josh. Mm-hmm. I love Filthy Tom. I love Mance, Justice. Love watching them. Second Gear. Um, who else do I like watching? 
I mean, I saw Will Ospreay wrestling. I thought he was unreal. So I, he's sick when he comes yeah. on. You know what I mean? You asked me. And and that's a rib to Josh because he's like, you just started watching Osprey like two weeks ago. I'm like, hey, brother, you know, whatever. <laughs> Listen, um, he's on I regular TV. I yeah, yeah. It. I saw it, you know. It's fucking, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, those are my guys that I like watching. So I'll see what they're doing. Um, but you're not actively hunting out. Like, you're not like, hey, what's new on here? What's new out there that I want to, like, peek into like you're not jumping onto prestige or stuff like that like no i'm not saying not that you don't like them but you're just not following right that's just not, not really following thing. them i want to yeah. work for them but yeah so maybe i'm a hypocrite that was a great that well, was a, i'm learning something out of because like i'm Wes, not watching yeah your style doesn't you don't have to like you don't emulate like the the super indie style you mm-hmm. you I'm very much entertainer yeah you very much go with like uh i'd say like if I had to compare you to somebody i'd say like the miz where like it's not so much that you play it Take safe it. but like yeah you, you do to an extent you sure. you don't have to do all the crazy stuff uh you get like you can do the same amount of stuff with crowd yeah. work and get over that way and, i did um, the crazy stuff at the beginning though right you know what i'm right. saying and so you also have that injury so i was, I was always that, yeah. curious if there's a reason why you you sh- shied yeah. away from the crazy stuff well the injury kind of explains it now to me for sure why for you sure. kind of do what you do so that, that makes a lot of sense definitely um, but no you you hit it right i mean i could do that but like i just you know it depends you got to spice it up the right times i mean i never seen someone take a german suplex through 15 chairs like that so i'm just saying when i do do the crazy it's innovative stuff when Gage threw me out of the ring through an upside down table, I've still never seen someone eat an upside down table and break it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm being honest. I'm just yeah, being yeah. honest. Yep. This shit, it's not a hey, him hitting me in barbed wire and shit. That shit, that shit hurts, you know? So, um, no, it's valid. That's hundred percent valid. And, um, you never know. I always got a Versace trick up my sleeve. <laughs> Mars. Uh, so you mentioned the food reviews. I actually have a few questions about that. Like how yep. did that initially start? Great question. Great question. Thank you for asking that. So we were getting busy. Me and Josh were having so much fun on the road. And I go, let's do some goofy shit on the road. This is just me saying this, right? To myself. I go, I just, in it, anything I do, it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's something. So something came up into me that said, let's do these food reviews, right? It would be funny when we're on the road. We'll get Tom to do one when we're at Black Label in two weeks. You know, we'll, do, we'll order some Uber Eats. It was going to be originally the Uber Eats reviews where we Uber Eats at the show, got it to the hotel, ate it, and then roasted the food or just did some funny moments, right? So then the pandemic happens, right? So I'm like, damn, I still want to produce this content because I want something else besides wrestling. I just want to be a goofball. So I start doing it. But I'm also like during the pandemic, I'm like, I want to only support local businesses, right? So initial, the idea was Uber Eats, make fun of it or see what the shit happens to still reviewing food, still can do it off Uber Eats. But if it's a local business that I want to support, I can't give them a bad grade. You know, like if I'm saying shout out small business, I can't be dogging these places. So I started getting some gems and it was cool. But then I realized that people only like the content where some shit happens. They forgot a sub. It was a dry ass sandwich. They closed the place. <laughs> Those are all the best episodes. When I eat a turkey sandwich and I'm like, it's really good. A B plus. People are like, cool. Did you see the other week when you, the restaurant was closed? I'm like, all right, whatever, you know? So <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, uh, they're coming back though. They're coming back. So I was perfect. I was actually just about to ask that. Was there any plans to bring them back? I might switch it up though, because again, like I don't want to be a critique in it. I feel like people, people are all doing the critiques and I go on Instagram and you type in like Cleveland and it's like 
people that are just doing it and they're just doing voiceovers and they're like this pizza was so good the dough is so fluffy i just like being on camera talking shit honestly if if you you know everyone's seen that by now five years in the game i just love doing that and i need more than just wrestling because i don't know maybe i'll throw out more than one promo for a match and see how that goes you know we'll see um, and then just last all to wrap up these ones. Uh, what would you say your best and worst uh, restaurant experience during these episodes were? Best was damn. There was a lot. The worst was when the place was closed because I was so hungry and it was gonna be fire, and we almost had to kick Santa's ass. That's that's a shoot. Me and my brother almost had to murk Santa. We didn't want to do it, but we almost had to. He's like, gentlemen, gentlemen, believe it was a little party here. And then the security dude's like, hey, get out of here. I was like. There's no sign on the door that says it was closed for Santa. He's like, private party, gentlemen. <laughs> I was like, I looked at my brother. I'm like, we're going to have to kick Santa's ass and steal an omelet because I'm starving. <laughs> um, best was probably Cabin Club because that place is just fire. They got the steak and it was just fun. You know, it's uh, that was probably the best tasting. Actually, the best one was the, the cheesesteak because I was with PME and Josh. And we just did that IWTV show that was so out of left field. <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> I can't be exposing it, but me and me are good guys now, so it's all good. But yeah, when they had us do that IWTV Untitled, we got subs after and they shorted us one and the sandwiches were so bad. And we were just laughing at fucking what comes about wrestling, you know? <laughs> all right, Jayhawk. Jayhawk. All right. <laughs> So, did you have any sort of athletic background before you got into wrestling? Did you play football or basketball or anything in school or anything like that? Uh, I played hockey. And then um, I was like, by high school, I was like, I'm good on this, you know? So, I just worked out. But yeah, I played hockey. I wasn't the most athletic kid, but um, played hockey, yeah. Yeah. And, and- I can't shoot a basketball for shit, if that's what you're trying to get at. I cannot <laughs> shoot a basketball for shit. Do you hold um, any records in hockey for possibly trying to stab somebody with your skate? How'd you know that? How'd you guys get that dirt on me? On some goon shit. I was close. I got kicked out of a couple leagues. That's a shoot. Yeah. And as, as far as the entertainment aspect of wrestling goes, were you like a drama kid or anything like that? Uh-uh. I was just cutting promos in the mirror, ready to rock, telling kids to bundle up because it was cold outside. That's a shoot, too. I remember telling kids straight up that we fought two weeks later. Yeah. What? Because it's Kingston. I was just influenced by Kingston talking shit because this kid was trying to square up. And I said it to him. I said, it's a cold world. Bundle up. And then uh, we went our separate ways. And then two weeks later, we fought. And um, Did you get a chance to watch uh, his ROH title match? I saw parts of it. Yeah, I saw parts of it. That was sick. He he got the best reaction in London, too. No one's talking about that. When he came out, everyone was just yelling, Eddie. You know, and it was fucking sick. So, yeah, he's he's the bomb. Okay, so I obviously don't want you to pee. I don't want you to peel the curtain too far back with the question, but you have I told done... you I'm shooting. I told you I'm shooting. What do we got? Well, well I, I, I'm, I don't want, I don't want you to bury yourself on the question. I guess I, I, I doubt you Set will. Set me anyway, up for but... failure. <laughs> no, but you've been doing, you've been doing the stuff with AEW act of late. Mm-hmm. Without peeling the curtain back too far, is that's their business. I won't get too far that describe that experience. How many cars did they get me? I got two Jeeps in the front yard now. New, fresh ones. I got AW plates on them, but it's cool. I'm cool with it. Um, the experience was amazing. All four times I've done it, right? Um, it's They're an amazing company. And whether I'm just chilling backstage or getting to wrestle, it's it just fires me up so much 
And um, with wrestling, you know, there's a lot of highs and lows. And um, sometimes you get complacent or sometimes you're kind of just like, okay, I hit this goal. What's next? And then you're kind of just stagnant for a second. You know, and this is all internal and it definitely comes out in, in people's work. But when you me, that's the motivation that I needed because when you're around that, the best rings, the best wrestlers in the world, you know, the best staff, the best amenities, the best fans, right? Um, um, that is just what fires me up and just seeing that firsthand. It's like, this is something that can happen. So let's do everything in our power to make it happen. So, um, no, backstage, everyone was cool. You know, the extras were cool. I was lucky that I knew some people both times. So I was backstage with, you know, PB at the second one and in Cleveland, you know, some, some other of the homies. And, um, it was just cool to take it all in and, and being around people. And it's funny to see people that you haven't seen in a while, you know, like with wrestling, it, it's like the one thing I kind of, I take a step back sometimes and I'm like, I've kicked it with this dude everywhere, but Cleveland, you know what I mean? Or like me and Brickster have hung out in every city. You know what I mean? Just like random. Like we've kicked it in Nashville. We kicked it in Buffalo. We kicked it in Cleveland. We did, you know, and I was just thinking about that. I'm like, this is wild. You know, this wrestling. So there was, it was cool to see people on the roster, you know, Lee and, um, I wrestled the boys, Dalton Castle's boys at, um, the Crockett cup. So it was cool to chop it up with them. It was cool to chop it up with Dalton Castle. I wrestled like Jaylet last year. Um, so RJ when you City, did that, when you did City, that first when you did that first appearance at AEW, yeah, was what was it everything you thought? So you 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 in your head watching that TV one was wrestling like all survive. these years. Every time I'm out there, I'm like, holy shit, I just got to survive, it, brother. Was it was it what you thought it was going to be? You get to the venue and everything. You walk around. You meet the people that you're supposed to meet. Did you say to yourself, holy shit, like this is exactly what I thought it was going to be, or did you go, this is big, like this is bigger than uh, I that thought? That hit it was me. Be. That hit me last week, right when I was in catering, eating talking to rj city right that hit me i took a moment because i just wrestled i think it was either before or after and it just took a moment and i had an outer body experience right where i didn't know what it would be like backstage right like i had no expectations right but it hit me that this is exactly what my expectations would be to answer your question because it's literally i felt like i was in a smackdown video game <laughs> and you're just walking around backstage and there's like an action button on catering. You're like going to catering and talk to someone <laughs> on the roster. You know, that's what hit me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's everything and more. Just seeing the production trucks and the security and the ring and the, oh, the lights and the pyro. And you're just like, holy shit. You know, it's right there. And the yeah. ring's the best. And, you know, the first time I wrestled for him was at the Wolstein Center, which was, you know, awesome because I went to Cleveland State. And um, this last time was at Penn State, which was just a huge building. And I was just like, what is going on? You know? So, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience both times. And I'd love to go back. So I hope everything works out. What's it yeah, like getting a chance to work with off the open? They're unreal. They, um, I watched them. So, the rib with Josh about that uh, Osprey thing was we were there a year ago when I did that match with Dante Martin. That night, it was like Aussie Open and Will Osprey versus the Bucks and Kenny. And they were just going crazy. And I was just like, holy shit. You know, like that was the first time where I was like, this is so dope, right? Because I don't really, I'm not, I used to like PWG and shit when I was younger, a little bit. Um, but 
like seeing that that and those guys are the best to do it and they're just excelling and killing it i was like dude that was so dope so that was the first time i saw him i go these dudes go hard and then you get in there with them and they're just talking shit in australian and you're locking up with this dude and he's like six six i was just rattled i was ice they're amazing they're, they're i could see them beating fdr is what i'm trying to say i don't do the the picks but hey ftr on each other's shoulders is about as tall as one of them so it works out for sure <laughs> no they were they were intense man they're intense i tell you, they the match they had a year ago was fantastic i cannot wait for them to bring it to aid you know what i was talking about right oh jayhawk's a historian he knows yeah a jerry lynn's next to me he goes holy shit i look over as jerry lynn i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> but then ever since then me and jerry are boys that's a shoot we went to know that's how that's class the other week <laughs> Nice. He's unreal. He is unreal. He's a legend, man. I got to give Jerry Lynn a shout out. All right. I got one more here before we go to the voicemails. We acted everybody. I like that. That's a little fun one. Mm. Have you have you heard of the Reckling Cleveland? The rest? I think so. I think I saw it on a YouTube algorithm the other day. They must have been taping, like, taping our calls or some shit. I heard okay. of it. Okay. So Anything confirmed? Have- what do you got? Some shit confirmed? So what we're going to do here is you're going to pick a number between 1 and 460. I'm going to read I'm going to read it to you and we're going to discuss whether we think it's real or not. I feel like the spiciest one's got to be in the top 50. My lucky number is 3. I don't know if I want to just go that quick on the list. Give me like 156. 150 kick. Yeah. That's deep though. It might be like fucking someone we never heard of. 156 is deep. I didn't know there's 400 though, so Oh, we've gone through a lot of them, Wes. No one ever pick 156. I don't think so. That just came through me. I'm like, I'm like all over the place, mumble jambled because I'm still thinking of the guy's name from the first question. I'm icing myself. (laughs) Number one fifty. Number one fifty kicks. When Chris Uh Adams was wrestling in Portland in 1982-1983, he had his then wife Jeannie Clark with him, and Billy Jack Kane boinked Jeannie during that time period. Damn, Billy Jack Kane is like a legend out there, though. Did he say it? Uh, he's, I, I, he's been saying some wild shit, man. We we have no idea. This is I got are, on a, I went on a Billy Billy Jack shoot wormhole the other week, dude. That you can't get out of those. No, he was yeah, saying yeah. some wild shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And his hair is all going. The Hannibal one where he's got the fresh cut. That is a crazy one. Um, For what it's worth, I have never heard Billy Jack Kane say the one, but that doesn't necessarily mean he hadn't said it somewhere along the line either. He smashed the dude's wife, gentleman Chris Adams, and he passed away. I don't know. I don't know if I should, because I did this fightful interview and they start misquoting stuff. So I don't. I don't know. Why. <laughs> I, uh, uh, no one's misquoting us. Don't worry about it, Wes. I promise. <laughs> thank you. This is hot news. This is the first official podcast since the incident. You know. The Penn State incident where I got cheated. Penn State screw job where I got cheated by Aussie Open. <laughs> Still undefeated on Dynamite. Just say, <laughs> let's say true. Let's say Billy Jack smashed. He was the mayor out there. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know for sure one way or another. I would not be surprised. No, I, yeah. I'm kind of leaning toward def- true with it. It happens everywhere in this business. Everybody is a piece of shit. It all happens hey, like straight that. up. That's why you asked who I watch. I go, I hate everybody. I hate all of them, you know? And that's right. just such an answer that wrestlers say, I hate everybody. I told you who my favorite guys are, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fuck with everybody. You know that. But it's just like, I don't know. There's so much shit, like you said, going on that you're just trying to stay grinding yeah. and do your thing. Butters, what do we got? Yeah, we got voicemails. Uh, let's let's try it. Those. Hopefully these aren't too hard. Or spicy. They shouldn't be too bad. 
We got, we got enough right. guys on there. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Damn. Okay, this is uh, Jeremy, uh, the EVP of uh, Health at AIW. Hi, the Indie Wrestling Guy. This is Jeremy, EVP of Health for Absolute Intense Wrestling. That's me. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. I have a couple questions for Maserati West Barkley. First question is, now that you are the Intense Champion, how will okay. this affect your wrestling style, if it will at all? What changes will you make to your wrestling style? Second question is, top cont- who do you see as the top contenders for That's the great question too. Great question. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you that, Jeremy. You're a legend. Enjoy the podcast. Very You're much. a legend, Jeremy. Appreciate all the support and always helping me heal up after a match. First question was, my wrestling style, how is it going to change? So the first title defense was in a bull rope match. So it was still riding dirty. And then uh, me and Eric Taylor, that one was a match where I was a little ice because there's, you know, money shot in the crowd and Duke hits me with the chair. So my wrestling style needs to be this. I need to turn it up and break the notch. I'm already at 11. We're breaking the notch because... Everybody is, they got a target on my back because they want that belt. I had a target on my back before, but I got it now because I got the belt. So my wrestling style is, I've been saying it a little on the podcast. I got to get it a little spicier and spice it up and do what I always do and stay two steps ahead. Second question, top contenders. I really think with how the intense division has been going that I want to see some of the guys from the earlier class, you know what I mean? Like uh, Shaw's class, those guys, not, not the, not the newest, the newest has potential for sure, but they're still grinding it out. I think like Shaw's and uh, Paul Hardway, Vic Vice or Austin James. I think those guys all have potential for, for a shot. I mean, they're not winning it, but uh, I'd love to get them in there with the champ. Uh, Besides that, anybody who, thinks they got what it takes because that's something else that I think we can kind of get from this question is that I wasn't ranked in the PWI 500, right? And say what you want, but in their grading year, I did a lot of shit, right? And even before and after, right? So that makes me kind of think about this, that I don't know what people are thinking. I'm the champ. I'm the champ. And it didn't happen overnight, but people are trying to take it away from you overnight, right? So any wrestler out there that thinks they got what it takes, step up and see, because I'm not losing this belt. It's my time to prove that I'm sick of being overlooked. I know that was a little long-winded, but that's what I realized the other day when I was shining the belt. I looked at it and I thought about that. Because I lost to Eric Taylor in a singles match. It wasn't for the belt, but I still lost. He came in. You know, he had a game plan, and him and Duke executed. So I think he's probably at the top of the list, to be completely honest with you. 
do you uh do you worry about maybe uh josh getting a hair up his ass and wanting to go for the belt even though you're the champ i think we're cool on that because i never did when he was when he had every belt you know what i mean i was a tag champ i was like dude you're good i think he just will get the red or we can get the tags and if he well, does he come been, after you what he, are you gonna do been, what, what happened has he been saying something no just where's you know if he curious. came after me, what would, what would it happen, be about? You know? Why would he come after me? What did I do? Maybe he wants, he wants the belt. He yeah. wants that belt. But he's he's gotten there before. So why would he why would he do it to me? I don't what know. If, what Maybe. if they just what if they just the guy he had such a good run that he'd agree with a shot regardless of whether he acted for the shot or not? I was gonna say so that's he doesn't even want to do you. it. So yeah. he doesn't even want to do it, and they're pushing him to do it. Maybe they're paying Maybe, him. Maybe that he gets a shot. I mean, he 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 had that match against Tanaka, and you know, he lost. He did, but you know, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I gotta, I gotta give me a little nudge. They got me on the ropes back here. They're like, "What's JB? Come on!" Like, I and Sometimes see, you guys brothers are just, fight, man. We're just curious, like, uh, sure, but if, we if, never. You, you think we you never got a game have. plan? You think uh, if it came down to I'm it, you think you could like, find a I way to beat him? I don't think like that. Come on. This is my guy, Josh. You think I you think I don't know him like the back of my hand? Like, is that what you're trying to get me to say? That sounds a little Come uncomfortable on. right now. Sounds no, a little I uncomfortable. Sound, I I because I told you that the fightful and the and the pro wrestling DB and the wrestlers almanac are listening to this interview and they're taking little screen grabs. So they're they're gonna try to they're gonna try to get the quote of me saying how I would wrestle Josh, you know? Well, how, not, you'd wrestle, like how you'd wrestle and beat him. Just remember you said, you know, because you said <laughs> you're not really afraid of him, that if you did have to go, unfortunately, you'd be the one who beats him. I just want to make sure we, we we quote that. Sure. You said it. <laughs> if we had a match? Sure. I think I did beat him in the only time we ever wrestled. So I think I uh, that's what my excuse Flip will be. that up. Throw it right up on the board. It was the four-on-four on four match. Me, Zach Thomas, TKD. And Ryder Reed versus Josh, Trey, Gary the King Baller, and Chase Oliver. And we won. Yeah, I, pinned, so. I got the pin, got that win. All right. So in the in the column on, on all the rankings, he never beat me. My team beat his team. There you go. JB has never beaten West Barkley. We're gonna put it out there. It might be time to uh, see who actually can win this. Is thing. that what you guys want? Is that you what know. you're saying? You're saying you want me and Josh to break up and fight each other? We don't <laughs> want that. We're just saying we don't want anything of the sort. But I'm thinking you know, more along the line of when Artie and Chuck had to fight in the J-Lit a couple years ago. Something like that. Or when I, yeah. you know, we're on a friendly match between you. We don't or, want you or Hell on Earth up. in November because I want to be there for it. So maybe <laughs> Hell on Earth. Do you want me and Josh to fight each other at Hell on Earth? <laughs> Maybe, you know. What? <laughs> I will say I'm proud of you, Wes, for not throwing a fit on Twitter uh, that you weren't listed in the PWI. It's very... Uh... I don't give a shit. Hey, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I haven't been in it once. I don't give... Hey, I don't it's give a shit. It's unbecoming. I put a Photoshop picture of me like three years ago on the front <laughs> as number one, and it got like 100 retweets. And it went viral. I didn't give a <laughs> shit about being a number. That worked. I did it the next year. Didn't hit the same, but still got some views. I just stopped doing it since and just now don't regard that publication. So, you know, I just, I just, someone will either tweet at me that I'm in it. I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never been in it. So how it's, am I going to find out? Don't even worry, Wes. It's the National Enquirer of wrestling magazines. You yeah, don't need to worry about crazy. that shit. I didn't make the list. So, I mean, I did have some <laughs> great accomplishments, though. You can't take those away from me. So it's no. whatever. 
I, I love that we're shit talking the only Reckley magazine that don't exist right now. Uh, hey, who reads could... print, Jayhawk? Nobody looks at print anymore. You know, it it's get... it's hey. I, I, I have fr- I have friends with PWI and I don't get in it. Well, no, tell I, them to get me in it. I'll you do got what friends. I can. I'll do Come what I can. on, Cardona's on the cover. I beat Cardona. Our next gotta, our next caller is, is, is on it. Our next caller is is in I the magazine. I think it's three seventy one. So let's see what what he can do for uh for Wes. Uh, up next, Derek Dillinger. Hello, this is Derek Dillinger, avid listener of the show. I have a question for Wes Barkley this week. Wes, uh-huh. I want your opinion on this. Okay. Who would win ESPN. in a hypothetical NBA first take. debate? Oh, wow. Would it be just Gene? Or would it be the Stampede Kids? <laughs> and this is a debate yep. that could be the plumbers? about anything in the NBA. The plumbers. Know, the 96 Bulls. Yeah. Is MJ better right. than LeBron? Um, John Stockton. <laughs> who's the best center in the league? Just a, a okay. debate across the board. And how yep. many times do you think Bret Hart would get that? Damn, that was a deep All cut. Right. That was Thank awesome. Um, I would go Love with Justine, ESPN. Uh, for the plumbers and uh, twelve Bret Hart references, at least. I was getting deep right there. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That one was just for you, I think, Wes. That one was yeah. for you. Yeah, I would try to just would explain it, but I it just I can't. I can't. I oh, don't even bother. It just would make good. sense. Yeah. Up next is the other JB. <laughs> Josh? The other JB. Okay, okay. Hey there, Andy Wrestling Guy. It's the other JB here. Uh, just calling in. So, yep. uh, you've got Maserati West Sparkly in the studio today. Um, I don't know why I came. this thought came to me, but I was wondering what uh, some of y'all's favorite um, uh, early... Uh-huh. Uh, to mid uh, 2000s reality TV. That was a weird and wild time. Um, all of it. Interesting. There's a writer's strike right now. All the uh, writer's strikes so that they can do that. Um, and oh, seeing that, that the writer's strike came to a temporary agreement, um, I guess that's more of what sparked that. Anyways, what's some of your uh, next was wild. Good shit. Um, I think next was really wild. Um, also, like, wife swap was wild because that was just. You know, take a communist and then a uh, uh, libertarian and have them switch and be like, well, I wonder what's going to happen. That's awesome. By the way, so do you remember hard. the Chappelle show when he did the he did the wife swap? The mad real world, too. Oh, oh the yeah, mad yeah. real world. But <laughs> no, you're going to say wife swap, sorry. Dude, 2007's writer strike was the worst time for television ever. All they hey. did was put on garbage reality television and ruined everything. So Rock of Love was awesome. I'm just going to get that out there. Um <laughs> What a show, <laughs> Brett Michaels! Wow, so they're that trying show to do was terrible. Yep, so uh, they're trying to do a dating show for me. It's in early production. I can leak that. I can't leak the other show. I was in Hollywood pitching, but it was very familiar, and it had nothing. This was already in the works before, but it's it would have been like that uh, Netflix wrestler show. That's oh, so it's gonna be like Average Joe. I don't know who's that. The guy on the show and it's undercover. That was where oh, he was just a bum and they thought he was really rich. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's funny. 
It would have just been me on the road. Was, no, yeah. I'm not average Joe. I'm just, above average fucking Wes. I just remember all the crazy shit I'm on I'm above average Mike Sanders. <laughs> VH1 Anybody? was the best for that. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the, the, seriously. Surreal, uh, the surreal life. That, that was... Brickster was on... Um, I love New York, so... Yeah, he was. He was. We in there. We in there. Real world Brickster. was crazy. As as back Jersey Shore was wild. It's later. I know. It's they weren't talking about. They were talking I about mean, the early room raiders. Was fucked up. They would just come and abduct you, and then do like the blue light in your room. That they're like, oh, you know that shit was. Fucked. <laughs> yeah, they they did people dirty on room raiders. Pimp my ride. I, Pimp my ride was epic. I saw a dude auditioning for Pimp my ride driving down the street today. There's a there's a there's anybody a, a, nobody there's a TikTok Damn. page that takes all the old Pimp My Ride cars and takes them apart and shows you how poorly they're made and like Ooh. he buys them for like eight hundred dollars and then just Damn. rips them apart and it's like look how shitty this is and like the ones that had like dance floors have like animals living under them now and like all the Sheesh. all the step boards are screwed in by like one <laughs> screw and made out of you know some kind of cheap material the whole thing was garbage that that this TikTok show page is a awesome. trip. That yeah. show was a trip. They're like, hey, dog, I heard you like fish. So we put a fish tag in your dashboard. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> great. Is there an engine? No engine. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. I, I say Jersey Shore counts. I'm also going to use this as a chance to share my favorite fact about Jersey Shore. And it's that the Japanese name for Jersey Shore is Macaroni Rascals of New Jersey. Ooh. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Is that trademarked? Yeah, is that trademarked? I don't know, but that feels racist somehow. That feels racist. I don't think that's a show I could pitch to Vice where I'm eating on the road. Wes, you need a new tag team name, the Macaroni Rascals? That works. Macaroni Rascals is fire. That actually fits me and Josh, too. We might start using that in West Virginia. That that's would work. You'd get the pop. Yep. Man, we just saw the show name now. I was really going for former cousins, but all right, <laughs> I guess watching Macaroni Rascals wins. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I would call it partial to the Joe Schmo show, but they would take one guy. That's what and I'm talking like, about, dude. Yeah, that show, well, like he didn't just know like was fake, show. and everybody and the, and the whole thing was built around yeah, him. The Truman Show, the Truman Show. Then they realized he was was a really nice guy, and they didn't want to be mean to him. Yeah, that was a great show. That, and that was Spike TV wrestling. Good, good wrestling on Spike TV. Goldberg. Oh fuck yeah, those are Come good on. years. Great. My, my, my favorite was Keegan too. They tried to fool two people, and like the one was not having it, and basically like this is bullshit. Like there's no way it's real. Right. And they had to be like add them to the cast. Yeah, yeah. They had to add her to the cast in order to keep yeah. it going for the guy who was. Wow. Yeah. She was still getting that main event payday though, so good for her. <laughs> All right. Up next is Zach. And he called twice, so we'll have back to back calls here. Baby, any wrestling. Nice. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. Uh, middle of cooking nice. dinner, cooking up some uh, round turkey. Anyways, my question uh, is for you guys this week. Uh, I know yes, uh, what Sparkly's talking about the benefits of kind of a healthy living a little bit. I would love to know. Maybe what are uh, what are some of his go to meals? Um, that's it. Just uh, you know, always Zach, shout out to food. Zach for so, calling in. All right, you know, you're about cares. to kill two. You're about to kill two birds with one stone, Zach, because one of my daily meals is ground turkey. So you're you're a step in the door. So every morning, seven a.m., that's when I have my first meal, which is the West Barkley Butter Coffee. 
That's too much to explain now, but it's black coffee, scoop of ghee butter, and a scoop of protein, right? There's meal one. Then a what couple butter? hours later. What butter? Ghee, G-H-E-E, clarified butter. What the hell butter. is that? <laughs> it's clarified butter, brother. Oh, all right. It's the best butter for you, for the fat oh. bomb. You get that fat bomb in your coffee and you're kicking your metabolism. See, I get plenty of fat it. bombs, Wes. Don't worry about it. Hey, that's how it goes. Um, <laughs> four hard-boiled eggs, kimchi, avocado. That's meal two, 10 a.m. Noon, 12.30, half pound of ground beef with almonds, maybe, maybe some pumpkin seeds, some type of pistachio, maybe. I don't know. Something like that, right? Two hours later, half pound of ground turkey with broccoli or maybe another veggie. Then I have a little protein and banana smoothie, mostly just with water and shit and creatine and do that and then work out and then have a protein shake after. And then dinner is usually another half pound of ground beef with a couple cups of potatoes. So Zach, you asked for it. I don't know if people stopped listening or they tuned in, but that's the West Parkley September, 2023 diet every day of the week. All right. And he calls back. I don't eat dessert. No, I'm just kidding. I got, we got dessert too. I hope he asked about it. Hey, the Indy wrestling guy, Zach, Zach here again. Uh, still, still cooking that turkey. It's coming along. Browned it up real nice. Hey, question for y'all, the rest of the panel. Uh, what's uh, what's some of the worst podcast names you've heard of? Little take on your own question there about there you go. Names. IW God. Oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, IW God right there. IWTV God. Horrible, <laughs> horrible fucking names. Um, those those fucking people should be ashamed for having shows named that. I'm gonna go with Pod Van Dam or Hayabusa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wes, what, what shows have you done, Wes? What, what do you got? Podcasts oh, I've done? Yeah. I did ad-free shows. I did a loop for Conrad. No, I'm just kidding. I did <laughs> you guys, Pod Van Dam, a hundred times. I was the most frequent guest they, by the record book, but you know, I didn't make the Hall of Fame or something, probably. I did there Wrestling Cheers. I did Wrestling Cheers. I did my that dude, Gener- Generation of Wrestling. That's my guy. Um, there's probably three dudes in my DMs that I can get you the terrible podcast name. So if you guys want it, I can hit you up later, but I ain't looking <laughs> oh, at it. <laughs> I swear there's some dude, he sent me a video. He's like, I want you on my podcast, sir. But I'm That's like, rad, sent- dude. yeah, uh-uh, he sent it to a thousand people. Cause he said, <laughs> he said, uh, he said, Matt Morgan, sir, I want you on my podcast. I'm like, why the fuck did I get that? <laughs> i'm like i'm not the blue for it oh shit <laughs> people are dumb oh maybe maybe we'll send out a video like that uh to get tom waller on yeah <laughs> oh we'll i talked for... to tom waller the other day we got to make it work because tom hates podcasts so we'll see what happens really? oh but he'll love our show i mean everybody oh, hates yeah. podcasts, talk, but they love us him. so sure. you know yeah, I appreciate sure. you guys having me on. Who couldn't? Who wouldn't love this crew? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's purple belt time. Um, Who's that? So oh, just get ready, ready, Wes. Okay, just get ready. So... I don't know if you've listened before, but Stan is our guy. Uh-uh, I haven't. I'm sorry. Uh, hi, it's me, Stan, from Burlington. I don't know if you remember me. Okay. 
Hey, I hope you had a meaningful Yom Kippur, Jacob. How brave of you for a quarry on your religion's most solemn day. For your pagan co-hosts, Yom Kippur is a day of forgiveness, where those of the Jewish faith ask God to forgive their sins and give them another year of life. <laughs> well, I'm going to get this over with early this week. Hey, Charlie, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. But Jay Gold, you sure do have a lot to ask forgiveness for this year. I hear you've secretly been watching and paying for GCW. And you decided to stop being funny on this show. Actually, though, I'm not sure anyone can grant you the sort of redemption you seek for putting out some mediocre podcast every week. <laughs> and for the whole incident with your first wife, too. <laughs> but I shouldn't get that far away from the importance of my call. This week is, this week is really quite a show. Wes Barkley. That's me. A refined gentleman. An erudite. Some with appreciation for fine food, well-tailored clothing, the good life. I mean, Wes coming on this show is like a gathering of the Juggalos meets Bohemian Grove. All right. Wes, I've been to one of those. Are you, I put on my blue suede shoes and run away from your computer screen before Charlie or Jayhawk have time to pull up your cage match stats. <laughs> but give some love to Marcy, eh? What do you mean? She's a gem. What do you mean my cage match stats? pretty high up there on my list of favorite wrestlers. I mean, we all know Marvelous Malcolm Cambridge is the bee's needs. And Dom Garini. Well... Dom, oh, <laughs> especially with the glasses on. But I would push, put Wes right up there in Tier 1A. Thanks. Like when Wes did his food reviews. Thank he you. did. Stand. Hey, I don't know if I've told you guys this yet, uh -oh. but with the new academic year starting this month, I've signed up for new classes at the local community college. Okay. I've moved on from portraits and drawings, though. I think I should be more relevant in the workforce. Okay, so Stan. digital editing. I've, let's say co-opted some of Wes's earlier food review videos. Okay. And I've learned to make them a little more, let's say, interactive. What? I've cut video of myself being fed a bit of whatever Wes is having. Oh, my it God. What? Game. It does. Truly magical stuff. Oh, my God. What? Hey. He's still on? A fun call this week. Want to end with a little bit of a game? Yep. <laughs> yes. You guessed it. What doesn't belong and why? Let's do it. Come on, let's do it. I'll give you a few names. Let's you tell me what doesn't belong and why. So, Charlie, after I read the names, make sure you pause so everyone can guess or at least give their opinions. Okay, here we go. What doesn't belong and why? A, AIW Intense Champion Wes Barkley. B, Disgraced New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez. I don't know C, Gold. What doesn't belong and why? I don't know who the middle one is. <laughs> he, so let's he take got, him out. He just got uh, arrested and indicted for uh, bribery and, and all sorts of weird shit in New Jersey. So Damn, you uh, ever you got plugs like that? I might leave him in. If he can <laughs> get me some poll like that. <laughs> well, he's trying to see what, he's saying what doesn't belong and why. I'm going to go with me, as a matter of fact. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna say Wes. Wes doesn't doesn't belong in that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Wes as well because apparently he's the only one that can commit a major crime. Exactly. Listen, that is a legend. So who? <laughs> oh, you'll find. Stan. Stan is convinced that Josh killed his first wife. And, That's uh, correct. Bishop. No, me. <laughs> me. This Josh Wes. My name's oh. Josh. In case you don't remember. <laughs> No, I do, but I mean, I thought they were coming at me for some. Oh thing. no, he's coming! He's coming at me with everything, guns blazing. Yeah, what do we got? Yeah. All right, this is all right. 
well. While all three have a reputation for living La Dolce Vita, I mean, what else can you call Jay Gold and Adam Van driving around Long Island buying wrestling figures? Hey, the answer is solid Sunday. Intense champion West Barkley. Because unlike the other two, West doesn't have a second wife benefiting from his scams and crips. <laughs> okay, gotta go. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Stan. Uh, he asked something on there, right? No, he did not. He uh, never asked anything, Wes, ever. Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory? I thought I knew him from somewhere. <laughs> we don't know where which Burlington he's in. He never tells us, but uh could be any I, Burlington I in the country. I think I met that guy. He wouldn't stop talking. You know what? I saw him working a scheme. This is, yeah, I was there the other week. I was with one of my friends. They wanted some fur, so we had to go to Burlington. <laughs> I did a little Burlington, quick. Wes. I went and did a little quick trip, and, and I saw this guy, Stan. He said his name was. He said he met me before. He was outside. He had the violin gimmick, and it was plugged into the amp, and it was just a CD on. He wasn't really playing it. <laughs> what the fuck? They, they're doing it. That's the new scheme. They're they're pissed at me. You might have actually. You, he, he, he shows up in Jersey sometimes, so you he might sure have seen does. him in Jersey um, at a show. Yes, sir. Does come to wrestling shows in Jersey. I want to go back out to Jersey and wrestle again. That was fun. Oh yeah, we, I can't wait. I'm going to come next time. I got I got to yeah. get in on that. It was cool. Yeah, hopefully yes. uh, you don't get beat up like, uh, you know. Yeah, like we, me, and, we, me and Sam, the shit beat out of us at all these shows. Yeah, we, oh, tore, we tore it up out there. Me and Josh tore it up. Yeah. All right, yeah, we, Wes. Well, what's up? We, we've come to the uh, to the end of our journey, so we're going we're gonna to ask you for plugs. Okay. And uh, plug away. First plug, cameo.com slash Wes Barkley. You want a promo? You like what you heard so far? Well, you get a video one. It's week two or three of fantasy football. And if you want to talk shit to your buddy, hit me up 15 bucks. You got a wedding coming up. You need a shout out. Hit me up 15 bucks. You just are talking shit to someone online. You want me to top in 15 bucks. Cameo.com slash Wes Barkley. Uh, Twitter at Wes Barkley. Instagram at Maserati West. Food reviews coming soon in some sort of fashion. Me and food, something soon. Uh, besides that, AIW October 7th on Fight TV. Or be there live, be there, be square. Remember, there's no squares in my circle. Intense champs back, and I ain't losing this belt for nothing. And you can bet on that. Also, uh, keep your eyes peeled for when Collision comes to your town every Saturday. Wes, well, uh, you should take on food challenges and do food challenges. I could do that. That's more Josh's thing. So the thing I had an idea for Josh was to go on Fight TV and do everything they got. Like there was like uh, bull riding, have them do that. You know, have him do have him have him do a karate, like a break oh, the board, man. see if he can do it. I'm like Josh, we're hitting two for two with those. I think you could fucking tame a bull, and I definitely seen you break some concrete. Uh, the third one that I saw on there was the medieval fighting. I go, we got to get your ass suited up. That's oh, what yeah. really. Oh, yeah. That's what really. There's. I don't even know how you. It's a. If it's a sport, they just are blowing whistles sometimes. I'm like how the fuck are you scoring points? And people are just murking each other. Then a yep. dude did like a drop toe hold. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You know? So I go, Josh, you got to get on that. So I'm working with Fight TV to get that going. So hopefully soon. I mean, be case, worst case scenario, y'all can just go to like a medieval times or something and take it over. Right. Try oh, to get yeah. on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be epic to do a, a joust. Damn. Yeah. That's I ratings. I went to the Great Lake Medieval Fair a number of years ago, and the Jow for whatever reason, they would always have somebody do some kind of wrestling move. I actually okay. call a guy do a freaking Quanton off the back of a What? Horse. Oh, yeah. I saw that dude going viral. That might be Jeff. I saw it on, I swear, I saw it on Twitter the other day. That might have been Jeff now. 
If you said that guy's hitting a picture perfect swanton off a horse, I don't think anybody but Jeff Hardy could do it. I don't see Mr. <laughs> Kennedy doing it. Right? Oh, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, he bastard. is a swanton. Oh shit. Jayhawk <laughs> plugs. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at ref Jayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch and TikTok at ref Jayhawk. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, OnlyFans, and Blue Sky at E-Girl Fanboy, boy spelled B-O-I. Speaking of E-Girl Fanboy, I will talk earlier about DJing. Uh, yeah, E-Girl Fanboy is my DJ name. November 15th at Dunlap's Transgiving. I will be making my DJ debut. Uh, we, it's going to be a start show starts at 7, uh, November 15th. Uh, check it out. It's me. Be busy, chaos kitten, sissy queen, and DJ C Star. I'm really excited. So, like, let's pack it up. Oh, yeah. uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash IW Guide. We got all kinds of fun stuff on there. More coming soon. That's all I got. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, jgold12. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And our Twitter handle, IW Guide One. There's a rumor going around they may get rid of some of those handles that aren't used anymore, so maybe we'll get IW Guide. You never know. The YouTube page, the Patreon, patreon.com backslash IW Guide. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. We have Marcy's Arcade. We have Stan from Burlington. We have our faces. Put them on your bodies. We have stickers, uh, sweatshirts, uh, uh, sweatpants, all the good shit. Go on there and get it and wear it all over the place. Listen to our podcast, friends, at Odds with Wrestling. The card is going to change. X over and... Hiya, Bussy, a wrestling-adjacent podcast. Check out our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, Michelle Carter and Jose Rodriguez Photography, AJ Small Photography, Sick Things Clothing, Angry Lemonade, and Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. With that's all for me, who's got the quote? How'd you get all those sponsors? Huh. They're just Is friends. The quote? They're just <laughs> friends, yeah. We'll use uh, it. <laughs> tell them to hook me How'd up. How'd you get all those sponsors? <laughs> well, that's they don't awesome. actually pay. <laughs> oh, you can kayfabe that in the stream. <laughs> that's awesome, though. You got to give everybody a shout out. That's awesome you guys do that. Hell yeah. Well, we'll, awesome. we'll end on that positivity then. Listen hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I don't know what we're doing on Patreon. Man. Thanks for coming you're putting on. me on Patreon or what's going on? I don't know. No, you'll, uh, be, you'll be on the show as of Wednesday. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me on. It was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, man. Later, dweebs. I'm not important.
like an Air Force One, pack a Jordan Stacking out the hundreds, money hoarding Popped up in my face like a zombie I thought that would wait, not alarming Dark child with the chaos and was on me Smoke out on a max before me Hundreds, money hoarding. Popped up in my face like a 